A late, controversial third-period goal dooms the Blue Jackets as they fall 3-2 to the Pittsburgh Penguins. We're going to talk about that, and also the Cleveland Monsters have won two games in a row, so it's going to be a fun Monsters Monday for me, for you, for everyone. Your Locked On Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome to Locked On Blue Jacket. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am, as always, your host, Jay Foster. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before because Bet Online is where the game starts. And before we get started, I want to thank everyone for making this your first listen of the day every day. Locked On Blue Jacket is free and available on all podcast platforms and soon to be YouTube, so keep an eye out for that. Whether you're a first-time listener or a regular listener, I appreciate you. So let's start with the the bad from the weekend. Uh, Blue Jackets lose 3-2 to two to the Pittsburgh Penguins in, honestly, what had been a very good game for both teams. Um... I actually missed the 3-2 goal because my ESPN app crashed, and as soon as it crashed, I was like, oh, I know what's happening here. The hockey gods are protecting me, and they were right to do so, but uh, let's let's talk about the game a little bit because Oliver Bjorkstrand opens the scoring. I feel like Oliver Bjorkstrand scores a lot against the Penguins. Um, That's his 17th of the season. Jake Voracek just keeps on racking up assists, and uh, Jack Rosselbeck gets an assist as well, which is really good to see, because I feel like he's been quiet for a while, but he had, I thought, a really good game. Uh, I did not hate that bjorkstrand Roslovic voracek line at all. I thought it was uh, maybe the best line of the night, which is is saying something. Uh, unfortunately, the Blue Jackets do the Blue Jackets thing of allowing a goal in the final minute of the period. Chad Ruedel ties the game at one with uh, 49 seconds left in the first period because obviously why why wouldn't they um and then Jack Roslovic scores just an absolute laser of a shot uh makes it 2-1 about halfway through the second period and I'm not feeling good about this game but I am feeling a little more settled because I did worry <laughs> Um, my default state is worry when the Penguins are in town. Uh, I disliked how many black and yellow jerseys there were in the crowd, but that's besides the point, really. Um, like I say, this was this was a pretty good game. It was a really even game. I was talking to Huntodies of, of Lockdown Penguins during the game. Like for the most part, it was it was even and fun and there was very little nonsense and the right up until you know the end um but like last time blue jackets a really strong first two periods and then the third period happened last time and some nonsense started uh it was 2-2 going into the third period the last time these two teams faced each other and then it ended 5-2 penguins so i was all ready for the same thing to happen 
last night. Uh, and the same thing didn't happen, but Evgeny Malkin scores a power play goal with about four seconds left in the power play, which is just insanely frustrating, but, like, what a good goal. What a, a passing play. Uh, just a really, really nice goal. Elvis had no chance, which is frustrating, but after a... And again, after a run of really strong penalty killing, disappointing to allow that one to tie the game, uh, and I'm like, okay, fine, overtime, whatever. Uh, I have stuff to do after this game, but it's fine. Uh, and then, with about three minutes left-ish, my ESPN app crashes as the Penguins are skating into the zone. And, you know, when you just have that bad feeling that something is happening, I was like, oh, something terrible is happening in this game. I'm going to turn the app back on. It's going to be 3-2 Penguins, and I was right uh, I actually turned it on as they were challenging, which did give me some hope right up until I watched the replay. Um, and here's the frustrating thing about this goal is that, yeah, it was it was a good goal. There was no goaltender interference, as as written by the rules, but they chose the most confusing way to say that so they 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 talked about how elvis initiated the contact and that's why it wasn't goaltender interference but like elvis was making the save crosby skated into him because roslovic pushed crosby into Merzlikins. and so like it wasn't goaltender interference it was a good goal but the way that they described it just really annoyed me because they chose the most confusing way to give the goal to uh to pittsburgh Especially on, on a, you know, goal interference is such a crapshoot. It's, you know, impossible to tell whether they're going to allow a goal or not sometimes. And it's just bad luck that this was the one that they decided was a, a goal. I could easily have seen it going the other way and them saying, yeah, Crosby skated into him because, I feel, again, I feel like 50% of the time that that happens and, you know, insult to injury... The Penguins got a power play at the end of the game, which they did not capitalize on. But it did mean that it was basically impossible for the Blue Jackets to pull the goalie for the extra attacker, unless it was like, I think there was like eight seconds left when they managed to pull Elvis, which, what is even the point at that point, you know? Um, so we're going to talk a little bit more about the game in, in just a minute, the good, the bad, etc. But first I want to tell you about Built Bar. Because uh, if you haven't tried Built Bar, it is a protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. And they are delicious, they are nutritious, they are super good for you. And if you have tried Built Bar, but you haven't tried the Built Puffs, then you are missing out on my favorite Built Bar and so many other people's favorites as well. Built Puffs are the first ever protein-infused marshmallow. They are fluffy, they are marshmallowy, they are delicious, they are covered in 100% real chocolate. They taste even less like a protein bar than the original Built Bars. They've got some incredible flavors. They've got churro. They've got coconut marshmallow. They've got my personal favorite, the banana cream pie. They're my favorites, and they're going to be yours too. The puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate, as are all of the Built Bars. They are low-calorie, high-protein, low-sugar, low-carb, high in fiber. It's a it's a win-win. Like You can't lose with a Built Bar. And here's the best bit. If you go to built.com, 
Use promo code LOCKED15, you will get 15% off your order. Once again, that is promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Welcome back to Locked on Blue Jackets. Thank you for making us your first listener of the day every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms. And if you're a first-time listener or a regular listener, I appreciate you. So let's talk about uh, the good things in that game, because there were some. Uh, I thought Elvis had a very good game. Uh, He made 37 of 40 saves, uh, which... Historically, Elvis has not played very well against Pittsburgh, so I was not necessarily expecting a good game from him, uh, which is apparently unfair to Elvis, because I thought he had a really, really good game. Uh, you know, the the goals that Pittsburgh scored, I thought the Malkin goal, there was very little he could have done about that. I would have liked the Ruedel goal to not go in, but... If you're gonna, if you know, if if the goalie is making thirty-seven of forty saves, then really you should be doing a little more at that point. Um, so it is what it is. It sucks, but it is what it is. You know, um, the Crosby goal we've established that very easily could have gone the other way. Like I'm not mad at Elvis for quote-unquote initiating contact because I do genuinely think he was just trying to make the save and Crosby skated into his arm. Uh, I am a little bit mad at Roslovic about it, but it's fine. It, it happens. Um, Blue Jackets still had a really good month. The Blue Jackets went 7-3 and three, uh, over their 10 games and had three really big wins against uh, Toronto, Florida, and Washington. You know, and if you told me of the of the games that were going to be legitimate threats this month, if you told me that the Blue Jackets were going to go three and three against, uh, you know, Washington, Toronto, Florida, Calgary, Carolina, and Pittsburgh, I would have been like, mm, yeah, okay. Especially when you consider that three of those games were from our fourth string goaltender. So. Disappointing to not get a point out of this one, but overall, the month that the Blue Jackets had, I'm pretty happy with. But beyond that, you know, I think, yeah, they they, they played a good game. It was a good game. Uh, it was a frustrating way to lose what had been a really good game, but I don't think it was a case of the team falling apart, which is what happened the last time these two teams faced each other. So, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take that moral victory, I guess. Um... Jake Varchek got a 10-minute misconduct right at the end of the game, which... I mean, Sean Corrali got one at the end of the Carolina game, and I was like, hmm, I wonder what he said to the refs. I am 100% sure that I know exactly what Jake Varchek said to the refs, and I cannot uh, say it on this, because this is a family-friendly show, but I suspect it was not polite. Um, And then something else I just want to touch on as well is the frustration in the post-game because certain reporters, who I will not name, seem to be trying to bait players into giving a an opinion on the officiating just so they can have a good quote. And, like, yeah, if... Well, like, what are they supposed to say? Yeah, I thought the officiating was terrible, but, hey, NHL, please find me $2,500. Like, I get that it's not a lot of money to them, but it's it's frustrating to see reporters trying to bait players 
into giving good quotes. Like, if you want a good quote, then ask a better question. Don't be like, hey, the officiating was terrible, am I right? And hope that, you know, you're going to get a good quote. Um, I think the Blue Jackets were very smart in sending Corrali out to face the, the media because I do think that Voracek would probably have told uh, that reporter where he can stick his question and uh, even odds that Boone Jenner might have done the same thing. So good on Sean Corrali for staying rational and not giving uh, not giving in to the bait. Um, coming up, the Blue Jackets have a slightly easier schedule in the next week. Uh, they're playing New Jersey tomorrow night, so we're going to talk about that tomorrow. Uh, and then at the end of the week, they've got a back-to-back with uh, the Los Angeles Kings, so we'll be talking to Sarah Avampato about that, and uh, the Boston Bruins, who are ahead of them in the standings and are one of the teams they're kind of trying to keep pace with right now. So that's kind of the next slate of games for the Blue Jackets, which... I think I think those are some winnable games. You know, it's not the the Thunderdome gauntlet of Florida, Carolina, Pittsburgh. They're not easy games by any means. Uh, you know, especially Los Angeles, who's having a very good season, and Boston, who you know, like I've just said, are ahead of them in the standings. But definitely some winnable games in there, specifically in New Jersey. But I think the other two are also up for grabs, frankly. Um, so we're going to talk about those. A little bit later on in the week. But right now, we're going to talk about online Because football might be over, but basketball is in full steam for both pro and college hoops. And from all the latest odds, totals, player performance props to where the next fired coach is going to land, BetOnline.net is the number one spot for all of your sports betting needs. They remain the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. If you want to put some money on who's going to win the game against the Devils tomorrow, then BetOnline is the place to do that. If you want to put some money on who the next player that's going to be fined by the league for criticizing the officiating is, then I'm pretty sure you could do that at BetOnline as well. They are your source for hockey, boxing, UFC, odds, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. So head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action because Bet Online is where the game starts. So the Blue Jackets are doing a good month. A good month for the Blue Jackets. Uh, not a great weekend. Uh, they went 0-2. But on the flip side, the Cleveland Monsters, who have uh, struggled this season, shall we say, had a pretty good weekend. They came away with two wins over uh, Lehigh Valley, who admittedly are also not having a great season. But at this point, I'm like, hey, a win is a win. Uh, a big, big overtime goal from Trey Fix-Wolanski in uh, Friday's game. And then Saturday's game was a very stressful affair. Uh, both games ended 2-1, I believe. And this might be the Monsters turning their season around. A little bit. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, both games were were good, were exciting. Uh, it was good to see Jet Greaves get some action. Obviously, he just came back from Columbus, where he sat on the bench. So it was it was good to see him get back into a game, and he was extremely good in uh, in that game. I thought so. Yeah, I, d- I don't necessarily think this is the the monsters you know, turning their season around or whatever, but I do think that it's a good sign that they are able to string a couple of wins 
together, especially after, you know, the struggles of January and early February. Uh, that's, I think, their third win in the last five games, which is pretty good. Um, hopefully having, you know, players like Trafix Walensky and Jake Christensen back have helped. I mean, we know that having Trafix Walensky back helped because he had an excellent game against uh, Live Alley on Friday with that overtime winner, and uh, he's been one of the best players for Cleveland, so it's really good to see him get back into it and have an effect on the score sheet. Um, Someone else that has quietly had a very good weekend, uh, Justin Scott, who had a goal and an assist on uh, Friday against Lehigh Valley, and then he had another goal, on uh, Saturday, which would not be the game winner. Uh, he opened the scoring, and then Robbie Payne, who has just really taken advantage of uh, the Monsters missing some players, got signed to a PTO, I believe, um, from the Adirondack Thunder, and has been, really been making the most of this. He's been on the power play units. Uh, this is his third goal of the season. It was a game winner. Just really, really uh, fun to see that from him. You know, it, it's fun to see someone stepping up that you wouldn't expect to. Uh, he's got five points in ten games so far this season. And he's clearly taking advantage of some gaps in the lineup due to lineup gaps from Cleveland, uh, from Columbus, excuse me. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens as Columbus starts to get healthier, um, Eric Robinson and Alexander Texier both out with injuries still. When they come back into the lineup, it'll be interesting to see who comes out. Uh, I assume Brendan Gaunts will probably go back down, uh, so that might push Robbie Payne down. Uh, but if he continues to play the way he is, then I think that could be a an underrated depth signing for for Cleveland right now um so good to see good to see a couple of wins for the monsters uh because if you look at the upcoming schedule it is a tough week of games uh they are in canada for the week they are playing the laval rocket tonight and on wednesday and then saturday and sunday they are back at home in cleveland against the toronto marlies both teams ahead of them in the standings both teams having a decent season. Four big games, eight big points on the line for Cleveland. And honestly, I think that they are going to need at least four points from the, these eight if they have any hope of maybe jumping Syracuse and making the playoffs. Uh, but all in all, like I said, not a not a terrible weekend. Really, really good to see them string a couple of wins together. Hopefully, this is them kind of getting their, their season back on track. Uh, I don't think they're going to make a ton of waves if they do make the playoffs. But winning is fun. It's good to see them, them get a couple of wins. And hopefully, they can get a couple... Hopefully, they can get a couple more this upcoming week. But uh, that's kind of all I've got for you today. Tomorrow, we'll take a look at New Jersey and how they're doing. Uh, we'll do a preview of that game. 
I've been Joe Foster. You can find me on Twitter at underscore Jacob Foster, J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. You can find this podcast at L-O underscore Blue Jackets. If you have comments, questions, criticisms, you can email me at lockedonbluejackets at gmail.com. Make sure you uh, check out Monsters Musings. It is the AHL podcast that I do with Dean Weinheimer over at Field Pass Hockey, all about the AHL's Cleveland Monsters, so we'll be talking a lot more about them. That's coming out every Tuesday, so keep an eye out for that tomorrow. And until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.